0: Hi, I'm Clotho Spindle, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And tonight I'm joined with
1: Lot. Hi, this is Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen posts on Tumblr. Eon. Hey, this is Eon. I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr.
0: Cody.
2: Hi, this is Cody. You can find me on Twitter at The Crimson Lord. And John. Hey, it's John. You can find me at John Ice Eyes on Twitter
0: okay we'll be discussing discussing Tyrion's seventh chapter in a storm of swords and as always spoiler warnings for a song of ice and fire and the show game of thrones as well as warnings for any potential discussions of violence and rape um i'll do a little brief recap um davos informs stannis of the red wedding and questions the need to sacrifice edric storm the night's watch defeats magnar of Thenn's raiders and egert dies in john's arms uh, Bran meets Sam at the Nightfort, and he helps them pass through the wall. Danny is outside the walls of Marine with her army. She finds out Arsten is really in the Bold, and that Sir Jura has betrayed her. So, meanwhile, Tyrion is dressing in the dark while Sansa sleeps. Um, he had broken the news to her earlier that her brother and mother had been murdered in what is now being called the Red Wedding. Um, he's trying to spare her the gorier details, um, You know, for example, that her mother's body has been dumped naked into the green fork and the gray wind's head has been sewn onto Robb Stark's body and paraded around. Um, he thinks again how he'll never be able to truly protect her and she will never trust him as he puts on his cloak and walks through the torchlit halls. He's thankful that the marriage has at least allowed them to have a better living space. Uh, their new apartments are above the kitchen keep and they're a great improvement over Magor's hold fast. Um, Kind of more of the same. It felt
1: like, like more, more of like <laughs> yeah. pity, pity kinda. for
0: me, kind of.
1: <laughs> oh, there's a, a little sliver of thought yeah. of you know Sansa and how she's going to take the news, but it's immediately followed by him just trying to lose himself in Shay. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: And I can't imagine that he could keep that secret for very long. I mean, everybody's whispering, I'm sure, or saying out loud. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: She's going to hear it. She's going to hear it because people talk and the staff is going to talk. She'll find out. I mean... If Tyrion was smart, which he's supposed to be, he would have talked to her and, yeah. you know, tried to break it to her gently um, because she's never going to hear this news from somebody else and think, oh, he was trying to protect me. <laughs> you know, that's never How do you break the thought. news gently? Well, <laughs> it's, it's more gently than say someone like, I don't know, Joffrey would. <laughs> Gosh, yeah.
0: Oh, man. He would brag about it. Yeah, and just hear, you know, because when you talk about, you know, tragedies and things like that, I mean, especially, you know, some of the stuff, I mean, some of the stuff that people say just in general, um, I can't even imagine overhearing that in that kind of situation. Mm. I know, it's a (laughs)
1: lose-lose all around.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if she would would have trusted more if he just kind of laid it out there and said i know this is really i don't know you know i know this is
1: really crappy it couldn't <laughs> hurt i don't think it couldn't a hurt i think him being yeah. mum about it doesn't help his uh, definitely not relation with yeah. her yeah that could
0: be perceived as trying to you know basically lie about what happened to her keep hidden what his family
1: did she'll always question like how much he was in on it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah well
0: he immediately uh runs to shay so <laughs> he seeks her out and meets her in the room below the castle where the old dragon skulls are kept um she's naked there's this whole little thing where she blows out a candle she plays hide and seek with him he catches her they have sex and afterwards with Tyr- Tyrion. You know, when he has to go back to Sansa, he's kind of offhandedly mentioning, you know, I can't stay. It's getting to be light. Um, she's disgustingly suggests that he give Sansa sleep wine so they can have sex next to her unconscious body. <laughs> so I'll there and discuss. Wildly
1: <laughs> so gro- creepy. Hey, so gross. Why <laughs> would you have play hide and seek in a dark room filled with dragon <laughs> bones and teeth? I mean, whenever I'm in a dark room, I'm scared of stubbing my toe. I'm like the opposite uh, end of the spectrum because I was like, and I was like, gotta give props to Shay for the excellent uh, fucking location. (laughs) (laughs) Seems exciting.
0: (laughs) Spicing it up.
1: (laughs) I'm surprised at you, Eon. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Sorry. sorry. Shay knows all the excellent spots. Aren't they supposed to be super, super sharp? I mean, come on. That's, uh, I, I, am you know, not going to argue this point <laughs> She fell into one. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself in deep
0: enough here. <laughs> yeah, and you think if they were trying to be stealth and quiet, you know, I don't know, I guess they're so far under, I mean, if sound travels, that like kind of rustling around, like bumping into shit would be the right. best idea. <laughs> and I don't know if he knows if Varys is always strolling through there, it <laughs> seems.
1: <like. laughs> Maybe she was half hoping he would knock himself out. <laughs> <laughs> she would have to deal
0: with it. She could just make up a story about how great their sex was.
1: Oh my land, my lion. I'm sorry you hurt yourself. Are you okay? Well, I we better go home now.
0: <laughs> you know? Gosh, just shoot just <laughs> What a like, incredible contrast between, you know, just the fact that she would suggest that between how they sort of turned Shay into, like, Sansa's defender on the show, you know, that she would suggest, especially, I don't know if she knows at this point what happened, to do that to a child. Like, oh, it's just so.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is a pretty stark pretty... contrast here, isn't it, for the yeah. one that we thought the show.
0: Yeah. And even, like, she must not know Tyrion, because that's such a bizarre thing. I think even i don't know that just seems like if she's thinking i'm trying to think of a kink you know maybe she's like oh you know maybe he's like the other guys i've slept with they like kinky things but why would she even say i don't know just weirded me out
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's just you know throwing shots out there seeing finny land I don't know. <laughs> their job <laughs> Oh. yeah
2: i think that's exactly it she's she's just uh yeah throwing out there and see what happens i don't think she's into it at all she's got her her work face on you know
0: It's <laughs> a good way of putting it <laughs> she's going with her little playbook of skills <laughs> oh man okay uh then Tyrion starts to think, you know, we've got this little bit where he's kind of, you know, this is all sort of internal monologue, and he's thinking about conversations he had with Varys, and Varys sort of already warn him that if Cersei questions him outright, he's going to tell her the truth. Um, and I'll read a little bit of um, how that, you know, how he's remembering that conversation, how it went down. Um, Tyrion says, you have lied before, shall I tell her that? The eunuch sighed that cuts more deeply than a knife my lord i have served you loyally but i must also serve your sister when i can how long do you think she would let me live if i were no further use to her whatsoever i have no fierce sword to protect me no valiant brother to avenge me only some little birds who whisper in my ear with those whisperings i must buy my life anew each day pardon me if i do not weep for you I shall, but you must pardon me if I do not weep for Shay. I confess I do not understand what there is in her to make a clever man like you act like such a fool. You might if you were not a eunuch. Is that the way of it? A man may have wits or a bit of meat between his legs, but not both? Varies tittered. Perhaps I should be grateful I was cut then. And Tyrion again concludes, after thinking about this, that the only safe course is to rid himself of Shay. Um, he debates sending her to a brothel or arranging a marriage to Braun. Um, he sort of decides on a knight named Sir Talad and kisses her before he, she leaves. Like, we all know where that goes, but it's kind of, he's done this before, too. He's thought, I should push her away, I should, you know, sort of, uh, again, a, a kind of repetitive thing with him.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting, he has this whole back and forth with himself, even, like, when she says how much she loves him. And he kind of, like, thinks about, you know, basically how he loves her, too, and then just... Previously, and earlier in the chapter, he's like, oh, she's a whore, you idiot. And you see that a lot with him. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, you know, Varys has a point. <laughs> and I think he, you know, he knows it too because he's constantly thinking about it, but I don't know what the end, get, you know, what he, what he imagines that, how long he imagines he can sort of keep this facade going. Yeah. Um, yeah
2: risky <laughs> yeah
0: and it, it's kind of interesting like he's trying to pick out he mentions too when he talks about that sir tallard like his tall in there in the name but he mentions he's tall at the end he's tall twice it's that's you know i don't know and that um sir tallard's been eyeing shay a lot mm-hmm. so he's trying to pick somebody she, she might <laughs> yeah God, can you was a brawn like if he's just stuck her with brawn like ugh. <laughs> That'll be the worst. What the, hell? It's like, what the Yeah, Come it's just some with.
2: self some self pitying shit. I don't know, but I I really liked how um, Varus kind of draws a line. It's like he reminds you of the situation that Shay's in too. Like, yeah, as mm-hmm. long as she keeps you know whoever happy, she gets to live, but otherwise, dead. Right? Mm-hmm. They're in the same
0: boat. Yeah. And it's and it's kind of I mean, and that's the thing too. It's it's like she can't really be and I don't know if it's an age issue, she doesn't seem like she could be reasoned with. She you know, everything he says, she just immediately goes for changing the subject or flattery. She doesn't really seem like she take she's taking in and genuinely understanding the risk that's going on.
2: She probably feels too safe with Tyrion.
0: Yeah, or
2: the situation.
0: Yeah, his status and position will protect her.
1: Yeah. Maybe it's, like, her personality type. Maybe she's just lived by the moment, can't worry about tomorrow. I think, the, I think if you're a whore, it's probably generally, like, how you gotta survive, right? Yeah, yeah. The
0: ne- the move on to the next hustle. Just trying to, mm-hmm. you
1: know. yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was just a camp follower, and now she's with Tyrion, so she's got it pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe she
0: doesn't she feels like she doesn't have anything to lose like the ultimate like well well, at least like a try
1: aim high (laughs) like going low sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh that was cheap
0: (laughs)
2: it's funny he uh, uh i don't know if he's like If she would be okay with it or if he suggested it to her, but if she was still willing to stay in the sex trade, uh, going to Chitaya's place would actually be pretty great. That's actually kind of a great answer. You know, not marrying her to somebody who could be an enemy or keeping her at court in any way, but, you know, but he's probably never floated it. Or if he does, she's just like, no, I like you because, you know, this is. Easier, and you're really nice to me, so
0: <laughs> yeah, she probably wouldn't. But that is, a, you know, that's a really good point. Um, because he mentions that if she does end up with Sir Talad, that his concern is that he would find out she's a whore. And once yep. he finds out that, I mean, so that, yeah, it would make sense if she goes to a brothel, she'd have some protection or anonymity. No, yeah. if only she could see reason. <laughs> well, that's that was a really short chapter. <laughs> I don't know what else to, you know, it's kind of, it was kind of all there. We don't really, Sansa isn't awake. You know, we haven't seen her point of view yet about that, you know, as far as expressing anything to him. So anything else anybody wants to add or anything that stood out? (laughs)
1: Um, I was just to say, shout out to Brella, the former employee of Renly. (laughs) I had this great line. I don't know if anyone else noticed it when he was saying, described her as being, she was able to prove that she was good at being blind, deaf, and mute, (laughs) being like a servant of Renly all those years. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that was funny. umbrella with the snoring problem that was a nice little touch (laughs) she's a sound sleeper that's why she's been employed so long (laughs) and been able to keep secrets
2: (laughs) she's the untapped resource in in the red keep she knows everybody's dirt but nobody's ever thought to ask her
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man she's keeping deep Uh, I was just going to say I think this chapter really was about just you know George being able to write in a really sweet you know sex spot (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, tried to th- what do we? I was trying to think. Was there anything like we specifically found out that we really didn't know before? I mean, what we- <laughs> hmm. I guess yeah. other than that you know they found out about you know Santa found out about the red wedding. I don't know.
2: He- he's really just hitting it on the head. Like this is yeah. his weakness. Here's his Achilles heel. To- before it, you know, blows up in his face yeah. a couple chapters mm-hmm. from now.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when she testifies against
1: him, yeah. yeah, it's a little setup. Just a setup chapter. <laughs> Okay, well, do we have any mail this week? We have two messages. The first is uh, an email from Shelby, and she says, Hey, guys, nice to speak to you all again. It's been a while. Can we talk about how there are so many minor characters that ship Jamie and Brianne? The brave companions, the brotherhood without banners. Catlin, Stoneheart, indirectly bringing JB together. I also had canon that the hall bear knew what was up to. He sacrificed his life to bring his OTP closer. That's <laughs> one true pairing for those. <laughs> I, I didn't know all this lingo originally either. <laughs> um, I'm only joking, half joking though. I mean, the companions are like, "Ooh, look at that sweet couple. Which one is the boy and which one is the girl?" And we know how gender reversal was a huge part of JB's dynamic. And then they tied them together to, and face to face each other and all. They were dedicated to the ship. And don't get me started on the brotherhood. They ship it hard. Kingslayer's whore. You've got a stink of lions about you. I wonder if they counted how many times Brienne and Jamie's names, so they could incorporate it into their JB fic. <laughs> <laughs> Is there is this um, George's way of telling us that JB is Tote's real? Like, is he speaking through these characters to throw hints at his readers, or is it a happy coincidence? I don't remember him having minor characters talk about other ships like they do JB. But it's been a while since I've read non-Jamie, sorry, non-Lannister Brienne chapters. Thoughts? And are we going to claim these characters as one of us? Um. It's kind of a good point about like in the yeah. in the chapters there aren't too many other like couplings that I can think of where you have side characters constantly commenting on them even though it's like kind of in a mean joking way mm. it's a, it's a repetitive thing you see
0: yeah. mm-hmm. it's definitely mm-hmm. George underscoring you know and kind of this this mechanism where the characters are being sort of. These ideas are being put into their head or kind of like more bluntly stated, I mean, as cruel as they are they're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. You don't see anybody going around and shipping like like oh, yeah, they're trying to think of anybody trying to match make or anybody trying to you know not other than parents or something i'm yeah, I can't think of
1: it's <laughs> almost like that schoolyard kind of like bullying or you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the idea of the Brave Companions chipping it like secretly <laughs> and yeah. down at night are just like, they're so cute together they really should hook up <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's just tie them face to face and oh, see no, what I, happens are we the Brave Companions oh, god. oh my god <laughs> uh, they were uh, like writing
0: yeah they were writing their own uh, fanfic
1: <laughs> oh and then we have another one from some lady from Tumblr. It's Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle writes, Hey, ladies and occasional gents, which we have two of this evening, folks. <laughs> um, Love the last episode comparing contrasts with Joff and Tywin. The conversation sparked quite a debate on our Twitter about who is actually the worst of the two. The specific question was, imagine you're Ned Stark in the black cells who would you rather deal with, Joffrey or Tywin? Also, hey, Game of Thrones won the Emmy for... Actually, let's go on that one, yeah, and then yeah. we'll, we'll do that one. <laughs> so, <clears throat> who are you going to negotiate terms with, Joffrey or Tywin? Uh, uh, Tywin?
0: Tywin. Yeah, Tywin. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey's not even <been> <laughs> a choice. Wrong guy. answer! No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It didn't go so well for the Reigns, guys. <laughs> um, mm. hmm.
2: Joffrey's just going to lie, though. He's just going to betray you anyway. You, like That's a guarantee. At least with Tywin, you have a chance.
1: Yeah. I don't think Joffrey's going to negotiate, so the, I have <laughs> no. a hard time with the, the actual <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I think, what really, like, if you look at that Twitter conversation, it was pretty good. I chimed in here and there but it was really like about who is the worst monster because i think in one of our descriptors for the episode you know we had sit down joffrey tywin is the real monster here and so it kind of like just spiraled into like yeah. who is the monster is it joffrey or is it tywin and you know my argument was it's both they're both monsters are just of a different breed yeah yeah i mean and then i think who would i want as an enemy you know, short maybe Joffrey. Sorry, Tywin. No, yeah, short term maybe Tywin. Long term, definitely not Tywin. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. He plays those long games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Joffrey could possibly do things that were like self defeating and unexpected that would make you give him that weakness. Whereas I think Tywin's more calculating, so he'd be he'd be more uh, a scarier adversary.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I mean Joffrey would only be really more consumed with like destroying you. Whereas yeah. Titan is gonna destroy everything <laughs> you love bit by bit <laughs> yeah. and let you witness it and then you're you're gonna die. <laughs> Slash and burn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next question. Game of Thrones won the Emmy for best drama for season seven. Let that sink in. Is it sunk? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Still not. I... Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear you guys talk about why you think it won and why Nikolai Coster Waldo didn't win.
0: Uh, it's a participation trophy. I think it's like, oh, remembered Game of Thrones. I mean, they have one more year, right? Because they can submit for the following year. So, yeah. I mean, I think this. I don't know. Just in case they don't get it last year, they were like, oh, we're gonna give you one on your way
1: out. I don't know Like insurance. They <sighs> yeah, they're covering their butts. <laughs> That's mine. And I, I think for like Nikolai getting, you know, the shaft is Tyrion's the or sorry, Dinklage mm. is the name, right? Like that's the bigger name of the show and Yeah. Yeah, I mean
0: yeah. And Jamie really wasn't in he wasn't in much of the season, was he?
1: Just like with that um episode with the the big battle with the dragon, that was mm. pretty yeah. much where he mm. shone that I can mm. think of. I mean, he, if he would have won or should have been considered, it would have been season three. Yeah. yeah.
0: hmm
1: That was the meaty stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he spent the whole season just staring incredulously at Cersei or Carol. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. That I it. love to let you use Carol. <laughs> Carol, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. La- yeah, you're going to get Emmys for Larry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, it's a shame, but yeah, they some sub- And even Peter, like, I mean, really. What did he Was the do quality. This I know. The quality of the work wasn't, you know, not that, it, it, you know, it's not their acting ability. It's just the scenes they would have submitted weren't, I
1: feel like, a quality that really should have
0: gotten an award for the writing.
1: Like, maybe season yeah, four for yeah, Dinkler, yeah. I could see. Like, it just, I don't know what he did this season to deserve it. Mm.
2: He did a great job when he actually did leave her, like, when they had that conversation. When he's like, what are you going to, do you going to send Gregor to kill me? Come on. And, yeah. But he's been saving up all of his emotion and all of his power for that one moment for like three years now, because it's been three years too long.
0: Yeah, yeah and that's a shame, because yeah, none of that is his fault, or, you know, the same thing for Peter. It's not his fault, but the you know, there wasn't any meaty writing. Or
1: I think the cutest, though, is like, if you look at the reaction of both um, Nikolai and... Um... Uh, John Snow what's his name kit kit <laughs> when when peter won it was so just beautiful it was so nice to see that yeah they're genuinely like just so happy for him yeah they were really i
0: thought that was and then the speech peter gave it was really sweet yeah, it was nice to see them and you know, see everybody up on stage and
1: cuz they're done right so like they don't yeah, get they, to hang out finished. all the time so it's yeah. probably nice they get to go to these parties and see each other again
0: is that the end of the mail
1: <laughs> that's all i got the mail.
0: you can reach us at close the door and at gmail.com on tumblr at close the door and come here at tumblr.com follow us on twitter at door podcast please like review subscribe to us on itunes podbean youtube google music uh, wherever you listen and please support us on patreon at close the door thanks everyone and, and thank you john and cody for hanging out with us tonight no problem anytime anytime <laughs>
1: thank <laughs> you Clotho. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> no, thank you
0: um goodbye everyone i'm closing the door get out
2: been Drinking or something like that, just so I could ramble on a little bit more.
0: Like it <laughs> it, it helped. Oh, I know. I didn't even think about that. That would have been, yeah, perfect time for an um, impromptu drug cast. <laughs> well, good. the
2: chapter's boring, so I've started
1: in on the bourbon. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been good. You should have said that. <laughs>